Welcome to Pop Culture Rx, part of Hackensack Meridian Health's award-winning podcast. Pop Culture Rx is where we sit down with a medical expert and talk through various health-related topics circulating in today's media. In our discussions, you'll hear from a variety of professionals sharing insight and advice on these newsworthy conditions. This is Pop Culture Rx. Watching a loved one battle cancer is a topic that resonates with millions of people worldwide, including singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. Taylor's mother, Andrea, was initially diagnosed with cancer in 2015 after both Taylor and her brother convinced her to see a doctor for some routine screenings. She was diagnosed with cancer and relapsed last year. Recently, Taylor shared that her mom also has a brain tumor and how she's trying to be home with her as much as possible this year. Today, I'm here with Dr. Joseph Landoffi, Medical Director of Neuro-Oncology for Hackensack Meridian Cancer Care in Monmouth, Ocean, and Middlesex counties. Before we dive in, I wanted to talk to you, what made you choose to become a doctor? You go through phases of what you'd like to be, so at one point I wanted to be an astronaut, and um, was actually lucky enough to uh, meet the, phys- uh, the PhD who was in charge of all of the uh, space shuttle experiments. Very cool. And she uh, said you should have a backup plan. Uh, so, you know, do medicine or become a PhD. Uh, I had a friend who uh, wound up in a coma due to a bike accident after high school and was in a coma for a while. And then I watched him slowly come out of the coma. So I knew medicine is uh, the area I wanted to go into and, and neurology from there. Are you still friends with your friend who was in a coma? I haven't seen him in many years. He uh, moved uh, to a different facility uh, a few hours away, yeah. Well, you should let him know that he inspired you. Oh, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> he, know, he knows from <laughs> back then, yeah. So let's dive in. What is a tumor, a brain tumor? So uh, a tumor in general is just an abnormal growth. So uh, a brain tumor uh, would be an abnormal growth uh, in the skull or inside the brain. Um, tumors obviously can be benign uh, or malignant, and certainly the malignant tumors are the ones uh, that we worry most about, but even benign brain tumors can recur and you know, come back and cause issues. So Taylor's mom had cancer once before, and now in addition to her cancer, she has a brain tumor. Is it common for you know, your cancer to reoccur and then also on top of it have a brain tumor or are they unrelated? No, they're certainly related. Uh, It's not uncommon for systemic or body cancers like breast cancer, lung cancer, colon cancer to spread at some point to the brain. Uh, Usually you can see it in the face of, let's say, the recurrence of the breast cancer coming back and then having it spread to the brain, but sometimes you can have brain lesions or brain tumors form from those cancers even without the original site coming back. So what would cause a tumor to develop? So it's, it's a great question. Um, we all know that smoking can cause a whole host of cancers, uh, lung cancer, uh, prostate cancer, bladder cancer, breast cancer. There's a lot of factors um, that go into smoking and how it affects uh, the etiology of cancer. Um, we all have genes in our body that can sort of suppress abnormal growth of cells. And then we have other uh, genes in our body that can promote that. So there's a dysregulation in that balance. And then what you do is you start to have cells grow abnormally 
and then form a tumor that may or may not be benign. So what are some symptoms that we should be aware of that we might have a brain tumor? So, you know, unfortunately, um, brain tumors can present with multiple symptoms. It depends on where the tumor forms in the brain. So we have areas in the brain that control our strength, that control how we feel as far as sensation of the body, uh, our personality, our vision. And so any of those can be affected depending on where the tumor grows. Uh, A very common symptom would be headache, but headache is also extremely common just in general. (laughs) You know, not only those with migraines, but those who get muscle tension headaches, sinus headaches are very common. Uh, Seizures are another way uh, that they can present. So there is a a myriad of symptoms that can, can occur. Uh, from a brain tumor, and really the symptoms are depend on where it's located in the tumor. So obviously, in the brain, excuse me. No, yes. Yeah, so obviously, we don't want anyone to run to WebMD if they have a headache, because all roads lead to brain tumors on WebMD. Yeah, I think that if you have a headache uh, that you're concerned about, that you should definitely seek out medical attention. Uh, certainly, if you have the worst headache of your life that's overwhelming, then you should seek out emergent medical attention. It's always important not to ignore symptoms, to have them checked out, but uh, I agree I wouldn't get overly anxious that, oh, my God, uh, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger say in kindergarten cop? It's not a tumor. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's not always a tumor. In fact, most of the time it's not, but it is important to be evaluated by your physicians. So how would you be diagnosed for a brain tumor because, you know, a headache could be anything. How would you go about diagnosing it? So one way is the patient comes in with symptoms, obviously, and we do a physical examination. And if the exam is abnormal uh, and they have a headache, that's more concerning. Um, But most of the time we diagnose them through imaging studies. So some people might do a CAT scan initially, particularly if they're in the emergency department. But the The best study, if the patient's able to have one, would be an MRI scan of the brain, and we do that with and without uh, an injection of material called contrast so that the tumor is better visualized. So Taylor Swift's mom now has a brain tumor. So what's next? How is she treated? Do you just kind of cut it out, or is it treated in a different way? So I don't know the specifics of the, the location of the tumor, the size of the tumor, if there's just one. Uh, but no surgical. one actually knows that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, the, so one option for a single lesion in the brain, and in this case, right, from her breast cancer, if it's uh, able to be surgically removed, that would be certainly a, a good option. Uh, surgical removal of a single brain tumor that came from, you know, a cancer in the body has sh- shown an improvement in survival. Uh, other modalities include Uh, radiation, including radiosurgery, which is focused beam of radiation to the actual tumor. And, you know, we're in a a very exciting age in cancer care, immunotherapies. So chances are it won't be one singular treatment, but will be a combination of treatments that that can include any one of those. So could you explain to me what immunotherapy is? So immunotherapy is where we use drugs, um, sometimes experimental drugs, clinical trials, to stimulate the body's own immune system to recognize the cancer and then attack the, the cancer. And uh, I'm involved in several brain tumor trials where we do just that using both intravenous medications as well as uh, viruses that we inject at the time of tumor resection to stimulate the immune system against the tumor. Cool. So it's kind of like suiting up your own 
your own cells to yeah. beat whatever's inside you. Supercharging the cells to, to get them to attack which shouldn't be there. Awesome. That's pretty cool. So I have a, I have a myth buster for you. Cell phones, are they a risk factor for brain cancer, brain tumors? So the short answer is probably not. <laughs> the, there's been a few studies done, uh, usually outside of the United States, that weren't great studies. They were what we call population-based studies, where they made phone calls, how often do you use your cell phone mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, and it was at the time of analog cell phones. So now all the cell phones are digital. Yes. Um, the couple of tumors that people have, quote-unquote, worried about being related are something called acoustic neuromas that grow on the hearing nerve. Uh, and meningiomas that grow in the coverings of the brain. There's no good data out there to support that there's an increased risk. However, you know, as data becomes more and more available and as time goes by, you never know. So I use Bluetooth device. Mm -hmm. I encourage my children who have cell phones to use Bluetooth devices, including in the car. Yeah. Um, so I always think uh, it's probably a smarter strategy uh, because information is always uh, growing and becomes newly available. But to date, no, no strong evidence. So back to Taylor Swift real quick. So let's say they removed Taylor Swift's mom's brain tumor. Is there a good chance that it might reoccur? So the control rate for just removing uh, a metastatic brain tumor, let's say from breast in her case, uh, is about 88% from surgery alone. That's usually followed up by some form of radiotherapy. Uh, most of the time we'd like to spare the rest of the normal brain so we don't spray the whole brain with radiation but just that focal area and that can significantly increase uh, the chances of it being controlled in the 90s Wow! Uh, percentile. There's always a chance that it can recur and there's always a chance that it can, she can develop other lesions uh, within the brain that need to be addressed. So is there a scan that maybe perhaps Taylor and her brother could get to avoid this in the future? Yeah, I wouldn't uh, recommend any screening for family members, uh, children, or otherwise. Uh, the most important thing in the case of breast cancer, and I don't have all that information, is when was what age was the mom diagnosed, what kind of breast cancer was it, were there genetic abnormalities that could be hereditary, and in that case, it would be screening mammograms, right? Mm -hmm. Perhaps screening mammograms would start at an earlier age, depending on all that information. But no screening for the, for the brain. So kind of starting with whatever the cancer was to begin with and then going from there. Sure. Getting that information first. Since the symptoms match so many other conditions, should we be more or less worried in terms of headaches, lack of sleep? Like, when should we see a doctor? You should see a doctor for evaluation whenever you have a new symptom that you haven't had before, or you're concerned. You're concerned about the way you're feeling, uh, whether it's lack of sleep, as you suggested, or a headache. It doesn't mean that there's a tumor, but it also doesn't mean that whatever issue that you're having doesn't need to be addressed. Headaches can be treated, and poor sleep can be uh, evaluated and treated. So I think if you're concerned in any way about the way that you feel in general, that you should follow up with your primary care physician to start and then go from there as far as what other recommendations he may make or she may make for further evaluation. I have one last question for you. Sure. 
If Taylor Swift and her mom were listening or anyone else who might be in a similar situation, what would be your advice for a brain tumor patient and their caregivers? I, I think um, there's a lot of advice uh, to give. One is, you know, be diligent in the process. Don't delay in, in getting the treatment. Uh, make sure you're seeing a physician or team of physicians that you trust. Uh, I think that's very important, having a good relationship with your physician. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Seek out support from other family members or friends, even if it's just getting rides to the doctor's office uh, or just you need to talk. Yeah. And I think uh, support groups. There are brain tumor-specific support groups, and then there are uh, cancer support groups, including cancer-specific support groups, like for breast cancer and so forth. I think meeting with a group of people on a, uh, on a regular basis who may be going through the exact same thing you're going through uh, really will add to the support that you'll get uh, and, in my opinion, improve quality of life because you've got that avenue and that support you know, built system in. And since you brought up support groups, minor plug, we do have many support groups here at Hackensack Meridian Health. You can check out our website and backslash support groups, and it'll bring you right to the support group page. I would like to say that uh, at Hackensack Meridian Health, in addition to the support groups, whether you're in North Bergen County or Southern Ocean County, uh, we have all the modalities within the network to treat all cancers and uh, specifically in my case and in the case of my colleagues up north, uh, any type of brain tumor that one may have, malignant or benign. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. If you have a topic you'd like for us to cover, submit your ideas on hmh4u.org backslash podcast. Your suggestion could be included in the You Asked For It special episodes. That's all for today. Until next Wednesday, thanks for listening. The material provided through this Help You podcast is intended to be used as general information only and should not replace the advice of your physician. Always consult your physician for individual care.